If you're a female, I hope you received flowers at work, got a nice shoulder rub, got some dinner, something like that. If you're a dude, I hope you enjoyed your time with your significant other, watched a movie, took her to dinner, bought her a flower. There had to be another side to the first situation, right? But it's Valentine's Day, so I hope everybody, whether you're single or in a relationship, had a happy Valentine's Day. It's a lot easier if you're in a relationship to enjoy this holiday. But still the same, it's a cool little chill holiday that, you know, we made up just for commercial reasons. But it also shows, you know, love, admiration, and all those kind, genuine love things for people that you love. So hopefully everybody enjoyed Friday's special holiday. I know there were some basketball teams that definitely enjoyed their Valentine's Day. Some regional champs. Man, I've said it a million times, so I'll cut this short. I love postseason sports. Basketball, wrestling, bowling, all going on right now. For this episode, we have Mendota senior Luke Ross and Mendota senior Drea Kuntz. Luke made it to the sectional in the boys bowling tournament before falling short of making to the state tournament for boys bowling, which was two weekends ago. Last weekend was the girls regional, and Drea made it out of the Sterling regional by bowling a 1,066. Drea will be bowling in the United Township sectional, which is in East Moline, at 9 a.m. Saturday. So early morning bowling for Drea. But she's got this. She's been bowling well all year, and she hopes to cap off her senior season with one more tournament, the big one more tournament. So we'll see what happens for Drea on Saturday. Wrestling-wise, sectionals already kicked off today on Friday. Continue on Saturday. We'll get to the finals and all that great stuff after the wrestlebacks and the early morning matches to see who is in the final two matches. Of course, the championship and the third place match. Top three go to state, so everybody's pumped up for this one. The guys from Princeton, 120-pounder Matthew Harris, 132-pounder Augie Christensen, 220 Matt Siaki, and 285 heavyweight Cole Reynolds. Join the St. B guys, 120 Henry Ortiza, 132 Noah Setzer, 138 Bo Bunnell, 170 Ethan Fleming, 285 Pete Sampson, one Mendota kid, Ty Connolly at 160, and one wrestler from Putnam County Hall, Connor Brooker at 145. All of them are competing at the Oregon sectional. In two-way wrestling, LaSalle, Peru, and Ottawa have guys at the Rochelle sectional. Again, kicked off Friday, today, and continue Saturday. Ottawa brought eight guys. LaSalle brought seven. Fifteen guys from two schools. That's awesome. For LaSalle, Peru, it was 120-pounder Zach Plackett. 126, Aiden Sines. 145, Ashton Kellett. 160, Parker Swiskowski. 182, Drew Verway. 220, Brock Neal. 285, Peyton Perino. For Ottawa, 106, Devin Henning. 113, Riley Hansen. 120, Cole Flores. 126, Austin Howard. 152, Michael Morse. 182, Cedric Farrow. 
132 Luke Fleming, and 220 Brandon O'Brien. Plenty of local athletes left in sectionals, and hopefully, 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 hopefully they can bust through and make it to state. State tournaments are amazing, are awesome, and I wish every athlete could get the experience of competing at that level. It's a great thing for everybody involved. I'm going to run over the same Class 1A and 2A girls basketball regionals that I've pretty much been running over all week. I had a show pretty much every day. It's been kind of fun, but I wanted to talk to as many people as I could about the playoffs, regionals, sectionals, their seasons. It's great to find out everybody's perspective and, you know, how they've been living. How is life treating you? So, let's break down these regionals. We have to start with the St. B Lady Bruins. Ranked 5th in the subsectional, defeats number 2 Putnam County 40-19 on Thursday to win the St. Bede Regional Championship. Kudos to Coach Tom McGonigal, who has been on the show, and the Lady Bruins. Man, at the beginning of the season, they were not looking very good. They were not looking like they were going to make a postseason run, or win a regional, or anything of the sort. The last few weeks or month of the season, St. Bede has put it together and has looked really good on the court. 40-19 win over Putnam County. Regional champions, they move into the Putnam County sectional. That's got a sting for the Lady Panthers. Sorry if somebody had to lose. I wish both teams could have made it to the sectional. That would have been awesome. But instead, St. Beat is going to play the number one seeded Aurora Central Catholic at 6 p.m. on Monday. And the second Putnam County sectional semifinal will be the winner of the Earlville Regional, which was Newark over Serena, 65-41. They will meet Gardner South Wilmington, who defeated Marquette, 53-47. So Newark and Gardner South Wilmington at 7.30 on Monday in the Putnam County sectional. Amboy wins their 30th game, which just happens to be a regional title, on Friday. They won Wednesday semifinal 62-30 over the number 8 Ashton Franklin Center. It's the third time that they beat them during the season. I talked to Gabby Jones, a junior for Amboy, about how tough it is to beat teams three times. It was not hard for Amboy to beat AFC to get out of the semis. Sorry, not trying to pick on anybody with 62-30. Friday, today, the final. Amboy defeats number four Fulton, 41-30. That is awesome for the Lady Clippers. I am pumped to see how far they can go. They are the real deal. So Amboy plays the River Ridge Regional Champ, which is Galena. Galena beat Dakota 48-46. At least in this sectional, the top four teams made it to regional finals. Amboy was the one, Fulton the four, Galena the two, Dakota the three, in the subsectional seedings. So Amboy will now meet Galena, the one and two seeds, at 7 p.m. in Tuesday's Pecatonica sectional semifinal. Let's move on to 2A. Lots of great action here. I'm going to break down the entire Mendota sectional. That's what I've been focusing on because tons of awesome talent in this sectional. We'll start with Rock Falls Regional. With the upset, number four Winnebago knocks out number one Rock Falls 56-51. Winnebago won their 
third straight regional behind Maya Brown's 37 points, 11 rebounds. I saw some photos of her, saw a couple clips of her game. Studly. Stud, stud, stud. She's tall. She's athletic. She can shoot. She's hawking offensive rebounds. She plays D. She's a legit, legit player, and I would be really, really surprised if I don't see Maya Brown on the All-State team. They will meet the winner of the Geneseo Kingston Regional, which is number three Johnsburg, defeated number two Rockford Lutheran 44-36. So Winnebago and Johnsburg will meet 6 p.m. Tuesday in the Mendota sectional. For the other Mendota sectional semifinal, we have the winner of the Wheaton Regional, which was number four Marion from Woodstock scored 48 points, defeating number one Marengo, who had 40. Janelle Allen for Marion scored 23 points and grabbed 16 boards for an amazing double-double. Man, another probably All-State player, Studley. In the Stillman Valley Regional, number three Riverdale defeated number two Stillman Valley 45-35 to set up a Mendota sectional semifinal collision between Marion Woodstock and Riverdale. If you did not notice, Winnebago, four seed, Rock Falls, one. Johnsburg, three, Rockford Lutheran, two. Marion Woodstock, four, Marengo, one. Riverdale, three, Stillman Valley, two. The lower seed won each one of these games to get into the sectional semifinal. That's playoff basketball. That's like, hey, it doesn't matter what seed you are. We're going to knock you out. That's great basketball. Amazing. One more regional I want to discuss. Congratulations to the Fieldcrest girls basketball team knocking off El Paso. Fieldcrest, the number two seed. El Paso Gridley, the number three seed. The Lady Knights come out with a 37-32 victory. So let's break down the teams that won regionals and how long it's been since they won one. We got some teams that are becoming dominant or staying, you know, at the top of their realm, which in this sense is 1A and 2A basketball. Fieldcrest, since I just mentioned them, back-to-back -back regional championships. They had not won in program history until last year. The program was started for the 95-96 season, and it took them until 2019-2020 season to win their first regional. So congratulations to Coach Mitch Neely. He is putting in the work, getting the job done. St. B, Tom McGonagall and his squad. It is the first regional title for them since the 2012-2013 season. Amboy has been on a roll. They won in 14, 15, 16. They won a regional and won a sectional last year and are now back in 2020 to try to do the same thing. I wanted to throw Newark in here, kind of an outlier team of our area, but I'm covering all Illinois. And this is some pretty incredible, impressive stuff for head coach Barb Scott here. Barb Scott, in the last eight years, has won six regional titles. She won four straight the 2016-17 season, 17-18, 18-19, and now 19-20, and won a regional in 2013 and 2015. So six regional titles in eight years for Barb Scott. Impressive. That means she is 
got a system or a program that girls can follow and that is working for them to get some wins on the basketball court. That is awesome, amazing. Man, I'm like a little giddy. My shoulders are jumping. Gosh, I love basketball and that is very, very amazing. So heading into tomorrow, Saturday. Again, moving into tomorrow, Saturday, we have the sectionals for wrestling, day two. We have the sectionals for girls bowling. So keep your ears out, not really eyes. I mean, you can't really read podcasts. Keep your ears out for Edge of Your Seat podcast, breaking down regionals and sectionals, having guests on to talk about their experience and the joys and triumph or the tears of heartbreak if they couldn't win and get to the next level or get the medal or trophy that they were hoping to get. Follow us on Facebook at Edge of Your Seat Podcast, Twitter, Edge of Your CP. You have any questions, concerns, suggestions, compliments, anything you wish to discuss with me, your host, Brandon Lachance, please send an email to Edge of Your Seat Podcast at gmail.com. I don't know how you're listening to this, but please spread the word. We are on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and Google Music. Please listen to all the shows if you have not. I feel each conversation has been a learning experience, entertaining, and fun to talk about sports, life, and everything else. Don't get it twisted. This is based off sports and starts with sports, but I have talked to some people about all kinds of stuff, and I'd like to share with you just like our guests do. So, please keep listening. Much appreciated. Love the support. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for you spending your time, whether it be 30 minutes to an hour, listening to Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Thank you very much. But with that said, I want to kick it to Luke and Drea. Great guests, great bowlers, great podcast. Until next time, peace. Postseason bowling. Boys are over. Girls are headed to sectionals. I have a representative for both sports from Mendota. I have boys bowler Luke Ross and girls bowler Drea Kuntz. How's it going today, guys? Very good. Going good. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Anytime. I thought you guys were going to be at the bowling alley. Instead, you're in the world-famous Sullivan's parking lot. How's the parking lot tonight? Oh, pretty good. You know, it's dead. <laughs> That's awesome. Just to let you know, when I went to high school many, many thousands of years ago, that same parking lot was where we hung out all the time. I've heard that before. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad or sad or what we call that. I mean, I guess good. Stick with tradition. <laughs> Definitely. So, thank you for coming on. Like I said, we were talking bowling. Let's start with Luke since the postseason for boys is over. State was not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Luke made it to the Lockport sectional. We'll start with regional. Going into regional and you were able to advance the sectional. Just talk about that feeling of knowing that you lasted one more tournament. That felt pretty good, especially since that was my last year. I really wanted to try to make it to state, but sectional was pretty good too. I mean, can't complain. A lot of people that didn't move on. I mean, out of the area, there was only two local bowlers to make it to sectional, and that was you and then Trenton Acuntius from St. Bede. So just kind of talk about that feeling, though. You were one of the last man standing from the area. It feels good. I, I had big hopes, 
first season, and I kind of struggled going up into regionals. So I was a little nervous going up there, but to get out of there, I felt good. Awesome. Just talk about the season and, you know, what you did throughout the season to prove, get better. What are some things that you had to polish up on as the season went on? I don't know. I was going really well. I'd kind of gotten into a little issue midway through the season. I couldn't hit my mark at all. And so I finally started to figure something out right at the end. That really helped, especially going into regionals. Ten things were definitely a major issue. Did you have you know, a coach or a friend or, you know, a bowling partner, you know, kind of helping you through the way? Or were you just like, hey, I need to work on this and, and then try to get it done? There were a lot of people that helped me. Um, my teammates, Jack Beats and Taylor, they helped me. And obviously Coach Schmidt, he'll help you anytime you need it. Helped me a lot. Definitely. Talk about, you know, Tyler Schmidt, first-year coach coming in and taking over the team. How was it different and, you know, how did it benefit you guys? It was definitely different. Our other coaches had been a little older. This, he was pretty young, about the same age as us. So that was interesting. And he knows his stuff. But I guess someone to like, kind of relate to, that definitely helped. I think he was a good coach, especially for his first year. I was going to ask you about that. Were you ever on the same team with Tyler? No, actually, he, he was a senior when I was in eighth grade. So I... Came into high school and he had uh, just left. Gotcha. I guess Tyler's a little older than I thought. And you did mention, you know, this was your senior year. You wanted to go out with a bang, so to speak, and, and do your best. Getting to sectional one tournament away from state is awesome. But just talk about, you know, your senior year and, and kind of the mentality of going to each tournament, each duel, everything like that, knowing like, hey, this is your last year and, you know, any of these meets could be your last. Yeah, I just was focused on, you know, this is my last year. It's the last time I can do some of this stuff. So I, I wanted to go out with a bang and give it my all. So were you, you know, impressed or thankful for the year that you had? Were you happy with yourself for it? Oh, yeah, I was definitely thankful. Just to make it to sexuals is really good. I can't complain at all, but I did. Ask a oddball question here. Besides the Mendota... Elks Lodge where you guys bowl what is your favorite house that you bowled in throughout the season? Honestly, I like, even though I didn't bowl as good as I had hoped at Lockport, I really liked bowling there. For sectionals, that was a nice house. What was it about the Lockport house that, you know, you liked? There was a lot of pin action and it didn't leave a lot of split, which was good for me, but I just felt comfortable. It wasn't, I mean, it was big, but it wasn't huge. There's more like what I'm used to. Now that your season is over, moving on, are you going to be supportive of Drea as she tries to do the same thing and advance out of sectionals? Yeah, definitely. I even try to go up there and help her. If you yeah. go, are you going to wear t-shirts and have a sign? Um, I'm not sure about that, but... <laughs> Drea, do you think you should wear a shirt that has your name on it and bring a sign as well? For sure, <laughs> I think it's only fitting. I mean, he's got to support you. Right, right. So let's talk about, you know, your postseason. This past weekend, you made it out of the regional. You are in a sectional. Just talk about that feeling and, and what it means to you. I was super pumped to see, like, at the end that I made it to advance out of regionals. To be honest, I went into it 
not even looking to advance just to have fun. That's always been my main thing. I'm not as competitive as a lot of these girls were, but it was super cool to see that like hard work did pay off and I had fun while doing it. I'm nervous for sectionals, but I'm excited. What are some things that you took from regional going into sectional that you think you need to work on? Like Luke was saying, uh, picking up my 10 pin a lot more, which is the back right pin that always seems to stay up for me. I know that I got to stay positive because I saw a lot of girls getting mad, and the madder they get, the worse they bowl. And lastly, I'd probably say Coach Schmidt told me in the last two games to quit looking at the scoreboard when I was, like, messing up and stuff. Awesome. So, Coach, already stepping in, giving you advice to help you bowl better. For sure. What are your thoughts on Coach Schmidt coming in and taking over the team? I think he's done a great job. Like Luke was saying, we can relate to him because he's younger, but he still has the professional experience. I know he bowls leagues and stuff at the Elks, and that he's a super good bowler. So having the knowledge of bowling and being able to like be good himself helps a lot. Uh, to go back to, you know, regionals and sectionals, it's got to be tough with so many bowlers, so many teams. You know, the oil patterns wear down. You have to adjust, get used to the lanes. What are some things that you do or, you know, mentally, obviously bowling is a huge mental game. How do you prepare yourself for the changes in the lanes because of the oil patterns and when it gets wore down? Well, starting, like, when the oil's thicker, which is usually, well, which is always at the beginning, you move right. So keep your same mark typically. And then as the lanes dry out, move left. Sometimes you have to change your mark. You've just got to play around with it. Personally, I like bowling on wood lanes more because there's plastic lanes and wood lanes. Your ball just carries differently on them. Definitely. So equipment-wise, what kind of balls are you going to bring to sectional to try to get to state? Well, since I have a hard time with my 10 pins, uh, actually, Luke is the one that helped me. Just like a typical house ball, it's plastic. I can throw that. He taught me like how to throw it in a way to where I can get it easier than with my ball, which like my strike ball, which has a weight block in it and causes it to like curve when you throw it a certain way. I found that I would be like, you know, an inch away from a pin and my ball would hook out of the way. So I'm bringing my strike ball and then a plastic ball. So throughout the season and in the postseason, I mean, we're doing this interview together. You guys are sitting in a car somewhere in a parking lot. <laughs> He's going to come, you know, thinking about coming to support you in a T-shirt and bringing a sign. I heard him say he was going to. I heard him say it too. <laughs> Has it been that way all season? Have you guys been giving pointers, advice, and helping each other improve your games? I'd say yes and no. A lot of times the girls and boys didn't practice together. We would have split practices, so we weren't together as much. I know me personally, the coach worked with my schedule because I have work. So I did bowl with the guys a lot of times. And it was mostly probably Luke that did help me because obviously he's, you know, the best bowler on the boys' team. And being a senior and with the most experience and all the players he's given me is Awesome. And you're a senior as well, too, right? Yes, sir. So all of this is, has to be, you know, hey, I'm finally doing this my senior year. This is awesome. Now it's probably putting some pressure, some emphasis on getting to state, is it? 
Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm just I'm just in it for a good time. But yeah, it would definitely be awesome to get to state, and it would be quite an accomplishment. Awesome. Going into sectional, I don't know if you're superstitious. I don't know if you have like a you know a special routine, anything you know, get you hyped up for the sectional tournament. Is there anything that you're gonna do to you know try to get your mind into the game? Honestly, not really. I just kind of show up. I know that Luke did have some superstitions though. All right, Luke. What were your superstitions? Going into regionals, we had done a certain practice schedule, and I did the exact same schedule going into sectionals. I was not gonna change that. So you did the same schedule to the T. Yeah, to the T. It's not a bad plan. No. So, Drea, have you changed scheduling of practices or anything like that? Or you're just like, hey, doing what I'm doing? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I practice after school, which is before work. And then I practice probably eight or nine games Sunday. And then even after regionals, I went to the Elks and practice. But there's been just, you know, whenever I can bowl and practice, that's when I go. Awesome. Very cool. You know, both of you can answer this question. With you guys getting to sectionals, how has the support been from the team and the Mendota High School in general with your peers? Um, I know for me personally, I walked into the school probably about an hour ago and got stopped by multiple adults and teachers and people coming into the basketball game congratulating me, so that makes me proud. And then the team, like the girls' team, they were cheering and super supportive when I got Awesome. What about you, Luke? What kind of support was shown for you? I mean, I got to say some of the same stuff. My team has been great going into school. People already knew on Monday after they were saying congratulations and good luck at sectional. And that just feels great. I'm glad Mendota gets up for you guys. You deserve it. I hope that I can do good and, yeah, whatever happens, happens. Awesome. And Luke, one more question. Are you going to try to bowl in college, or where does your bowling career go from here? Uh, I'm not sure. I've had a couple of colleges contact me, but i guessing I probably won't, but I'll just have to see. kind of undecided right now. Same question for you, Drea. I wasn't going to ask it because you have a huge tournament coming up, but, you know, future's future. Are you going to plan to bowl afterwards? Well, I'm currently enlisted in the Air Force, so the first plan of action is to get through basic. And then my first four years and determine if I like that or not. But I mean, as a hobby, definitely I will say and continue to bowl. Probably get in some leagues. But as for that, yeah, that's pretty much just leagues and having fun with friends. All right, now you open a can of worms. Let's talk about the Air Force. Why did you decide to enlist and uh, where are you going to do basic at? Basic is at Lackland Air Force Base, which is in San Antonio, Texas. Go there September 1st. And Air Force has just always been, like, just, it's always been what I wanted to do. I don't know. Since I was little, military's always been a big part of my life with family. It's just been like, all right, let's let's do this thing. <laughs> what do you hope to do with the Air Force? Do you want to fly, or what do you want to do? Security Forces is my job that I got, and that's the job I wanted, uh, which is just like being an MP, military police. And then when I'm out of the Air Force, I want to be a cop. 
That's awesome. I'm going to say it prematurely. Thank you for your services. I love it when, you know, young kids get into the military with, you know, good intentions and things like that. So thank you. Thank you. Well, Luke, Drea, we'll start with Luke. Great job getting to the sectionals and having a great season. Drea, got sectionals left. Thank you both for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Of course. Thank you. Thank you.